matter what them say or do Believe that it's there for you None can stop you Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews, recorded and produced on Wurundjeri Woi Warung lands. Respect to all people of the Kulin Nation, and indeed all First Nations people around so-called Australia. We're going way back again for this episode to October 1999. For those who are new to the podcast, this is essentially a project for me to showcase all the various interviews that I've conducted over the last three decades. I always present them totally unedited, I even leave in the incidental talking before and after the actual broadcast part of the interview itself. I think this is often quite entertaining. In some cases, it gives an insight into the subject's personality. Some of these really old interviews make me cringe a little, but I do love how enthusiastic and passionate I was back in these days. I don't mean to suggest I'm no longer passionate. My love for reggae music is unchanged and undiminished, but I do have to say I'm certainly not going into the radio station at midnight to record any interviews these days. I do remember this one fondly, though. It's with the UK-born Jamaican singer Alpheus, who at the time had just released an album called Quality Time, which was a collaboration between the legendary Studio One and the US-based reggae label Heartbeat Records. 25 years on, Alpheus has just released a very strong new album called Unify, which I've been playing all morning. A good excuse to revisit this interview, I reckon. So here we go. A young and hyped Jesse I interviews Alpheus in October 1999. I'm very good, Alpheus. How are you? Nice, man. Thanks for uh, making the time to actually speak to me today. Hey, no need to thank me. I'm very much uh, gracious to have you uh, on the air with me. This is fantastic. Thanks, Jesse. This is a pre-record. I'm going to play this on my radio show next Saturday afternoon here in Australia. It's oh, it, good. It's actually midnight, uh, Monday night over here at the moment. So. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Midnight. Wow. All right. Yeah, I, I always see. I always seem to do these things at night. It's good. It's nice and quiet here at the radio station. I but, see you, mate. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, set it up to record right now. Sure. And uh, we'll get into it. It sounds good. Okay. So I'll read this like it's uh, it's like it's going on air. Okay, bro. Okay. Right now on the line, I've got an upcoming star coming out of the Studio One stables, Alpheus. Thank you for joining me here on Chant Down Babylon. Hey. Hi there, Jesse. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, I wouldn't mind starting by getting some background information. Uh, whereabouts and uh, when were you born? Wow. Oh, wow. When was I born? I haven't told anybody this. <laughs> I was born in 1967 in London, England of Jamaican parentage. Okay. Uh, and what is your full name? Ah, my full name <laughs> is... is uh, my, my actual name is Neil Martin. Okay. But my father's name is Alpheus. So that's the stage name I took because of so much respect I have for him. Yeah, I actually noticed that on the uh, on the CD liner notes. It says you uh, you give praises there to uh, to him, and there's another person you uh, pay respect to. Yes, yes, that's my son um, who um, who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. So you know those two people were so important to me that they most certainly did have to be somehow on my album in some way. Right, that's very nice. And and when did you decide you wanted to be a reggae singer? Wow, I think I've always wanted to be a reggae singer, you know what I mean? But I've never really 
started to take it seriously until I uh, came to the United States about seven years ago. Okay. What brought you to the States? England is a beautiful place, but um, the economy was getting me down a little bit, and uh, I wanted a change. And I just headed over to the United States, you know, came over to um, New York, and um, everything just started like that. Okay. So when did you, what, what interests you in reggae in the first place? I mean, why is that the music you're doing now? I was a kid obviously my parents are Jamaican and the only thing that we ever listened to at home was reggae you know okay so um, every Sunday when she would like cook the rice and peas and chicken and stuff she'd be playing like pure studio one you know and um, we that's so it was kind of born into you so it's always been there right well it must be a great thrill for you now to be a part of that same studio one that you listened to when you're a kid Believe me, it really is a sweet splendor, Jesse. It feels really good to be there and to and to really be around a great producer like Mr. Dodd. Mm. It really is a sweet splendor, man. Right. Well, I, I first uh, noticed your name on the, the Studio One dance hall selection that Heartbeat put out last year, um, mm-hmm, of, of mm-hmm. course, produced by Cox and Dodd. How did you come yeah. to hook up with him in the first place? Yeah, uh, I... I uh, have a good friend in in Florida who has a sound system called Don Juan Musical Showcase. And um, I was down there, and he knows I could sing a little bit, so he said, go and try and sing. So I did. We went to a studio, and I was voicing um, some dub plate specials for him, and Tony Brevet was actually in the studio at the time, who is a member of the vocal group, the Melodians. Okay. And um, he said, hey, rude boy, you sound wicked, you sound good. So I said, hey, thanks a lot for the, you know, and so then he goes, all right, as soon as you come to New York, make sure you call me, because he was staying in New York. So I called him, and then he took me to Mr. Clement Dodd for an audition, and mm-hmm. it started from there, Jesse. Okay, that's like the old days when you auditioned for Clement Dodd. Yeah, man, it's a serious one, too. He really puts you through it. Right, okay. Um, but of course, you didn't, you didn't start there. Uh, the first break, I mean, you were singing reggae before that on the sound systems. Um, yep, what, what, yep. How, what was the first sound you sang on? Uh, did you, were you singing in London before you made it over to the States? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually like a, a DJ. That's, at the time, we used to call it toasting, you know? Right. When you would chant. And, and I used to chant on this sound called Trench Tone Rockers from um, Wilsdon in, in London. And, um, and then I moved on to another sound called Kenyatta. Because at the time, everybody was trying to be like Saxon sound. No, I don't sh- I'm not sure if you've actually heard of Saxon, though, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. They're really a great sound, and uh, a lot of sound systems really model themselves around them. Mm-hmm. So due to that, you know, that gave us all inspiration to really just go ahead and try these things out. Mm. So that's really how I did start. I was on the sounds in the early 80s. Okay. Uh, and now you're, uh, you've just released the brand new album, Quality Time, uh, on Studio One again with Heartbeat. Yeah. Um, all of those vocal tracks are laid over the original vintage Studio One rhythms, right? That's right, that's right. Straight out the vault, the original tracks. So how do you feel about recording over music which is about 30 years old? Wow, it, i tell you something. First of all, I am really chuffed that Mr. Dodd would let me do that. And for him to let me do that just means that, you know, I, I, do, have, I do have a voice and that makes me feel good. Um, but to hear those original tracks in your headphones while you're actually recording is it, it's so much inspiration. It feels so good because the rhythm is licked properly. You know, you can hear the guy on the guitar, you can hear the liveness of the drums and the liveness of the bass. 
and it just gives you that real inspiration to really sing as as perfect as you can mm. it feels good yeah well, so do you feel like you really enjoy those rhythms more than like the digital rhythms being made today most definitely most definitely um ever since having to actually study studio one rhythm because that's what we have to do we have to study them so when you study them and then when you get back to hearing quite a few of the rhythms that are licked today it, it, it kind of there is no comparison Okay. There's no comparison to the actual quality of the musicians. Right. Well, if you tell me about the recording process you go through. I mean, when you're writing your songs, do you have a particular rhythm in mind? or? Yep, yep, I do. Um, I usually um, get a actual dub of the rhythm. Um, sometimes Mr. Dodd lets us take that. And um, um, I have a lot of uh, Studio One dub CDs that are on Heartbeat, that are on Heartbeat label. There's quite a few nice ones. Yeah. And um, I take them home, and um, I just uh, run the run the rhythm on a four-track machine, mm -hmm. and I lay down all of my vocals, and I write a song like that. It normally takes about a week to write a good song. Okay. So I re I really study a song real hard. That's great. Yeah, I know the uh, your your music fits these rhythms just like it was uh, you know perfectly like the rhythms were built for the music. It's it's great oh, great effect. Oh yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I actually just got the album in the mail today, so I've been playing it non-stop oh, all day. Oh, oh great. okay. Great. Very convenient. Fantastic stuff. Um, yeah. I noticed the CD comprises mostly love songs, but um, you've, mm -hmm. you've got a few strong reality tunes in there as well. How, imp Thanks. how important do you, uh, do you think reality tunes are, given reggae's history as a sufferer's music? Oh, man. But the thing about it is, that, I mean, reality is reality. I mean, everybody every day is going through something. And a lot of us are going through the same things, white, black, green, yellow, it doesn't matter what color we are, what kind of race or creed, doesn't matter what kind of level of vibe we are, we're all going through things. So, I mean, as a songwriters, we all have to make sure that we are making universal tune, you know what I mean? So, I mean, those reality tunes like track one is called Nothing Can Stop You. Mm. Uh, that song is about somebody trying to just infiltrate my my vibes you know they were trying to make me feel low and i wouldn't let it happen i just said no i'm going to believe in myself and i'm going to go forward and nothing can stop me so and i know a lot of people feel like that every day so therefore i just put it onto a musical vibe and it, and you know it feels like it works yeah you know i also noticed that um i mean there's a lot of uh, music in reggae obviously is really laden with the rasa message but yours isn't uh, overtly religious at all do you think that'll help you reach a, a bigger audience or <laughs> Wow, you're, you're, you're an excellent listener, Jesse. You really are, man. You're really deep. Um, how can I say? I don't know. Um, I, I feel that, I, um, that there is an actual audience out there for something that I feel is very, very neutral. Right. I wrote the songs neutrally. I, I wasn't pointing at a certain sector of people, a certain class of people a certain type of religion right. nothing like that it's just universal tune and there is and this world is full of universal people so therefore i really do feel like there is a market for that yes yeah, so, yeah, most definitely it's i mean it's great it, it should connect with everybody i think yeah um, man yeah are, man are there any tunes on the album that stand out as being particularly great for you wow you know that's a serious question jesse i'm i'm feeling strong about about um track number one which is nothing can stop mm -hmm. you because i really feel that it's just a positive vibration yeah. because um you know 
we 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 all have to believe in ourselves because every day we are facing a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have to believe in ourselves and go through for everyone that we love. So I think that song and the love song called "Let's Take the Vows," which is track two, they they both mean a lot. They, they both mean a lot. Mm. You know. Mm. I gotta say, one of one of my favorite tunes on the album already is uh, "We Shouldn't Have to See This." I, that, I think that's a fantastic one. Excellent message there. Very well written song. Oh, thank you very much, Jesse. Yeah, I, you know, I forgot about that one. That one is great. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I I I I got that song because one evening late. I came in late from the actual studio one, and I was watching the news, and I was seeing so much horrible things, man. Kids with no food, and you know what I mean? Man just shooting man for nothing. He doesn't know why he shot the guy, but he shot the guy. Mm. And I said, why, why, why do we have to see this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We shouldn't have to see this for real. And then that just kind of gave me the inspiration to write that tune. Right. So, so what do you think about uh, the state of reggae music generally today? I think it's in a pretty good state. Um, there is a lot of cultural music out there right now, and um, that is good because, you know what I mean, it's making people uh, really get look into themselves mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's making people try to stay righteous. Um, I think that the dancehall uh, music is great, you know what I mean, but it's not, there's not just dancehall. Um, we know sometimes we come in from a hard week's, you know, from a hard week's work like you and me, you know what I mean, Jesse? Mm. And sometimes you just want to sit down and listen to something kind of soft poor, soft poor reggae, something neat and, you know? For sure. So there, there, is a, there, 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 is a, there is a chance for all kinds of reggae. And, and right now it, it seems to be a lot of dancehall and culture, which is great. And you know, because I, mean, I, l- I really love that, but we have to still look for these nice softball tunes, you know? Yes, I know. Yeah, I think uh, there's definitely universal stuff happening in new music will really be appreciated and over here. Do you have any, uh, any last words for the reggae fans here in Australia? Yeah, man, just keep, keep the vibes up and believe in yourself. Look, look in the mirror and love that and believe in yourself and keep your vibes completely up. You know what I mean? Yes, I Respect. M- many thanks for taking the time out to speak to us today, Alpheus. It's been fantastic. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for having me, and big up everybody in the 94.9 area. Just keep the vibes up. Yes, I Fantastic. Hey, Alpheus, before you go, uh, do you mind if I can get you to just record a quick jingle for the, uh, for the show? No problem. Okay. Um, I do, I've actually got two shows here. 94.9 is, that's the uh, radio station I run, but I also do a show on another, another station. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Chant Down Babylon, though, so maybe just not, not, not even mention a frequency, just Chant Down Babylon with Jesse I. Just say, say or sing whatever you want. No problem. With Jesse I. Yeah, Jesse I. That's the, my DJ name. That's cool. No problem, Jesse. All right, I'm going to run it in a minute. Um, how's it going to go? Yes, enough respect. This is Alpheus from Studio One Coxon label. And um, be sure and spend some quality time with Jesse I on SRA 94.9. Run it, Jesse. Very nice. Do, All right. do you want to do another one without mentioning SRA so I can play it on the other one as well? Sure. Cool. Yeah, man. Just, just say, I'm going to do, like do at least about another uh, uh, two more still, yeah? Okay, fantastic. Okay. All right. Enough respect to all the righteous, Rasta, and everybody out there who is righteous re- regardless. Make sure and tune in to Chant Down Babylon with Jesse I. Easy. The next one again. Okay. Enough respect 
This is Alpheus from Studio One. And whenever I tune into anything, no, let me go again. Cool. Chant down Babylon. It's, it's, it's just called Chant, what? Chant down Babylon. Chant down Babylon. All right. Yeah. I haven't been to Australia, but I suppose I could still say that. All right then. Yeah. Enough respect, Australia. This is Alpheus. And whenever I'm in town, I always be sure and spend quality time with the Chant Down Babylon show with Jesse I. Run it. All right. Very nice. Yeah? Yeah, very nice. Okay. i got to say, thank you very much, Alpheus. This has been a great interview. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for making the time so late at night, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a pleasure, really. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll stick that up on my website very soon as well, as soon as I get a chance to type it all out as well. Yeah, man. Cool. All right, Jesse. Thank you very much. I hope you have a have a good day and great luck with the uh, with the new album. We really I'll be playing it over here a fair bit. Thank you very much, man. Okay. You take care. You too. Respect. Bye. Bye. speaking to me there back in 1999. I had to laugh at the start when I described myself as gracious rather than grateful, which is obviously what I meant. Yep, very gracious and super humble as well. That's it for this one, but do check out Alpheus's new album Unify, out now on Liquidator Music, with production from Roberto Sanchez and rhythms by the Lone Arc Rhythm Force Band. Pure quality, and once again, a real classic timeless sound. Big thanks to my Patreon supporters, the Don Zami Gideon Time and Rasta Tony, the Real General Empress Irie, me Idrin Tom Tanaki, and me Chargy DJ Pablito. Thanks for listening. Eyes is every time. Melbourne, Australia, respect. Chant down sound. Run things. Real no sound is better than you. So why are they even going to try? This is Studio One Artist Alfio. Studio One Crew, bless you. Guan, Jesse I, Rest Crucial, Damager. You run things, see?
Jesse, I is the murderer. 